Hey girlies, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Swine. The podcast where you're like, just why is she doing this? <laughs> and truly, who knows? Um, once again it's like late and I'm recording. because ah, I have no structure in my life. Um actually it's just because I didn't really feel good today. I've been super tired today. I slept in and I took a nap. I went out last night, but I mean, I was like asleep by like 2.30 and I only had like two drinks, I think. So like, I don't know, <laughs> but like, I don't go out. I don't go drinking. So like one going out like one time in like months and having two drinks like knocks me on my feet. But yeah, so then I slept in and then um, I was supposed to meet some friends for brunch, but then it didn't work out. And so then I like ended up going home and I was like sitting on my bed and I fell asleep for like three hours I don't know why I'm so tired today um but yeah that's just me so today's gossip is like kind of skim milk because every celebrity is on their best fucking behavior so it'll be a quick episode but I do want to update you guys on some personal info in my life. So if you guys remember the episode that was like the Sunday before Christmas and I was like emotional and being negative like a little bitch and I was just saying saying how I was like going through some stuff but I couldn't talk about it. Well, I can finally talk about it. Both things. Um, so the first one was work-related. I actually quit my job on Friday um which is kind of a crazy step for me because I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast about how I'm like a crazy people pleaser um sorry if the the sound just changed I switched my phone around um so I'm like a crazy people pleaser and so for me to quit something is like insane (laughs) And I'll, like, really put it off for forever. Like, I'll do something I fucking hate for forever. Because, like, I just can't quit. Because I'm, like, such a psycho when it comes to, like, feeling like I need to do things for other people. Um. So, yeah. It was, like, a huge step for me in my life. I'm really proud of myself for even being able to do that. Because that's, like, something normally I, like, really suck at. But it was had been, like, eating me alive for weeks. Um, I won't go into too much detail about it, but there's like no hard feelings. Like I worked for that company for almost three years and I really did love the company and I really do love my bosses or like loved my bosses. I mean, I still have love for them. They're just like no longer my bosses, but, um, I had really good relationships with both of them and, and I still do. I mean, like there's like truly no hard feelings, um, it was just time for me to go, I suppose. There had been, like, one incident that made me kind of uncomfortable and, like, made me kind of, like, rethink, like, what am I doing, or, like, here. Um, and it had nothing to do with my bosses. It actually had to do with someone who left the company, but it it really, like, shook me to my core and made me maybe just be like, you know what, maybe my time here is done, like, let me just see what else is out there, um, so, yeah, I just, like, looked other places, 
just to see what's up because like I said I'm like a person that can never quit anything so like I would I would not normally look for other jobs um but I ended up finding a job that's like seemingly perfect and it's better pay I get my own office um and it's a like a women's clinic a clinic that helps women well not just women I guess like families and so like it'll be an really emotionally rewarding job as well and my first day is tomorrow um so I'm pretty excited to start like this new journey um of course it was like hard for me to quit my old job I like I said I really do have good respect and love for my bosses but and you know it was pretty much like the I had another job before that when I first moved here, but it was just kind of like a job to get me through until I found like a real job. Um, So it's kind of like the only thing I've known since I lived in Seattle. So it was kind of a scary step, but I think I'm making the right decision. And yeah, I'm just like pretty excited. But it was um, like I said, there was one instance that had happened around that time, around Christmas time, that just like really put an extreme sour taste in my mouth and so that's why I was so stressed um at least work-wise because I was just like what's happening like I've never had this happen to me before I've never like felt like this before like am I making the wrong decision I don't know I like like I said I like can't quit things so uh like that might just be like a normal stress thing for normal people but for me it was like high 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 stress because I was like I can't quit anything like blah and every time I quit a job I I like I said I obviously need to go therapy for this but like anytime I quit a job or something or tell someone like oh I can't do something I always think that karma is gonna come get me which doesn't make sense because karma is like something that like if you do something bad and it's like quitting something isn't doing something bad but like I always just think that karma is gonna get me and then I'll like lose my next job or something like that so I don't know clearly I just need to go therapy for it but anyways that's why I was like so stressed and I was like truly you guys truly I was like having a mental breakdown every day (laughs) I cannot tell you how much it was like eating me alive um but yeah I, I it all ended on great terms like I said I really have great respect for my bosses and I'll definitely miss the company but I'm ready for my new journey that will start in like 12 hours um so yeah that's that was one of the things Woo! and then the other thing was a health thing um so pretty much my whole life and once again you guys can skip ahead if you do not give a shit I do not blame you mainly I talk about these things because I'm a narcissist and I just like talking about myself um So, one of the other things that was, like, I was having a hard time with, um, for my whole life, I've, like, just had, like, really fucked up hormones, just, like, forever, um, and it just continues to get worse as I get older, and it really sucks because it, like, just, I don't know, it, like, really has a control over my whole life, it, like, affects my moods, it affects, like, my body in negative ways. It affects my skin in negative ways. Like, um, prior to when I'm going to, prior to, like, the p- past three months, I, like, didn't have my period for, like, <laughs> seven months, um, which is, like, not that rare for me. I mean, that was, like, definitely the longest that I had gone without having my period, but 
it's like not that rare for me to like not have my period because like I said like my body's just so fucked up like as I've gotten older I've just gotten my period like less and less um but for the past like almost three months I've had my period constantly every day for three months um and it really fucking sucks and I just feel like I'm like a prisoner in my own body because I mean people complain when they have their period for like seven days and it's like going on three months for me and I like want to die like (laughs) I know that sounds really dramatic but like it truly feels like I'm like a prisoner in my own body and it's making me have breakouts and have like fucked up skin which is sucks because it's like I'm gonna be 27 most people my age don't even have acne um and I like have never really had acne growing up until for like the past two years but right now it's like really bad and I have acne and it's just like obviously I'm like really emotional I'm like having these like emotional outbursts I'm like exhausted I I don't know just every symptom that you can think of I have it like times a thousand but for like three months straight and it just feels like there's like no end in sight but it was also pretty scary because that can be symptoms of a lot of like women cancers like ovarian cancer uterine cancer cervical cancer etc um so that was like a huge stressor in my life because I was like I well I know my body has fucked up hormones I know those things like happen to older women but when you have fucked up hormones it can happen to younger women and then obviously when you go online you you get sucked into like a wormhole of like you're gonna die and so I thought I was gonna die and in Seattle it's like so hard to see a doctor in a good timely matter because we're like a big city population wise like there's a ton of fucking people that live in this city but size wise it's like a very tiny location so people are just like on fucking top of each other and there's just like not enough doctors to go around so anytime that you like want to see a doctor in Seattle it's like a two-week wait if not more like one time I thought this is gonna make me sound like a hypochondriac which is hilarious because like I truly never go to the doctor like I went like probably 10 years without seeing a doctor which I don't recommend but that's just like how I am but I had this mole once that I seemed kind of cancerous because I had like was normal but then it had like a red ring around it out of nowhere it was fine I mean like I got it taken off but it was like fine but anyways, so, like, I have this mole that's, like, showing signs of cancer, so I, like, call a dermatologist, and, like, as soon as the dermatologist could see me was, like, three and a half weeks. Um, so that's pretty much the case for every doctor here in Seattle, and it really sucks. So anyways, I, I was kind of just stressing, so I, like, met with a gynecologist, and we just had, like, a consultation, but then she was going to be out of town for two and a half weeks, before she could like do an ultrasound so I had to wait like another two and a half weeks to have an ultrasound the whole time I was just like okay cool so I'm just like every day is like a ticking time bomb and I'm just like gonna die but anyways I had an ultrasound on Thursday and everything looked normal she says she's not that concerned she thinks I just have an extreme hormone imbalance and I just have to do like a ton of blood tests but luckily I'm going to be working in a women's clinic, like I said, so I'll be working in an environment that I can be, like, open and honest and, like, have, like, all my, the people I'm working under are, like, gynecologists 
And she actually knows the doctor that I'll be working under. And she couldn't say, like, the nicest things about him. Which I agree. Like, I met him when I was doing the interview process. And he seems like a sweet little angel. And so then when I brought it up to her, I was like, do you know this person? And then she was like, oh, my God. Blah, 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 blah. Please tell him I say hello. So I'm feeling a lot better to sum it all up. I know you guys probably don't care. But I'm feeling a lot better job-wise, and then her saying that about my new boss also made it seem so much better, because I was just like, okay, it seems like I'm doing the right thing professionally, and I'm trying to take care of my body health-wise, and it seems like things are just falling into place, but let me just tell you guys, that, like, month of December, I, I like, truly probably could have been, like, checked into a mental hospital. I'm not even saying that to be dramatic. I was, like, really 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 at the end of my rope like holding on a piece of twine with all of my body weight over like snapping alligators like I was truly just really about to lose it um so I feel so much better I mean I don't feel good because like I said I'm like (laughs) I've been having my period for three months and it's like I think causing me to be like anemic a little bit so I don't feel good but I feel mentally so much better. Um, so hopefully this podcast will pick up because I, <laughs> I'm i sure I haven't been the best person to listen to lately because I've just been like, ugh, I'm so stressed I like want to cry. But things are going to change for the better. I'm very hopeful. So yes, tomorrow is my first day at my new job. I'm very excited. I'm not nervous. I'm just excited to, like, start a new journey. I just feel like it feels right. You know what I mean? Like, I... Because people keep being like, are you nervous? Are you stressed? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I just feel weirdly calm. Which is, like, not normal for me. (laughs) So I'm like, I just feel weirdly calm, which I either am, like, living a life of delusion, which could be true, to be honest, or, like, I'm just like, this is truly the place where I'm supposed to be in my life. Um... And I'm hoping it's the latter. And like I said, I get my own office um, at my at my past job. I had my own, like, I mean, I had a huge cubicle. Don't get me wrong. It was, like, giant. And I had, like, a ton of room. But it was, like, not my own office. So I get my own office, which makes me feel very cool and adult and, like, important. And um, it's not decorated, so I get to decorate it. So maybe I'll fly up my best friend again and we can decorate my office. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's exciting. Oh, thanks you guys for listening to me rant. Um, I like ranting to you guys because you guys actually do reach out to me like in my DMs and talk to me about stuff I reach out to you guys about. So it makes me feel good to feel like I have a support system. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been talking about the past few weeks where I keep saying like, I can't tell you guys. I couldn't tell you guys because I didn't have the ultrasound yet. So I didn't want to talk about it until I had like definitive answers. And then I obviously didn't want to talk about my job and like leaving it because like, I didn't know if anybody might, if anybody at my work had listened to my podcast. So I didn't want them to be like, are you quitting before I had like a second job or like a, a backup job? Um, so yeah, that's why I've been so secretive. 
Anyways, that's enough about me. I could talk about myself forever. Like I said, I'm a huge narcissist, but we're not going to do that because that's not what this podcast is about. But like I said, um, the celebrities have just been on their best fucking behavior lately. I don't know why. I think maybe it's because it's like a award show season. So everyone's just like juicing and they don't have the energy to act out. I'm not sure. So I really scrimmed, scrimmed, skimmed the bottom of the barrel once again to try to get any celebrity gossip. That way I have an excuse to talk about myself this week. So let's get into it. Um, well, I was living, breathing, and dying, and my wig was incinerated. It was in Mars. It was hit by a comet. It burned. I died and came back to life. My whole body was quaking because Andy Cohen had his baby shower last night or yesterday. And he invited every single real housewife. Listen, me and Megan, co-host Megan, are obsessed with the real housewives. I haven't been keeping up with the the current seasons because, one, I'm truly so fucking busy. I can't deal. <laughs> and two, I don't have... Well, I guess I have cable, kind of. Um, no, I guess I could watch it. But I'm just like, I'm so busy. Like, I, I can't. Um, not to say that Megan isn't busy, but I'm often not home because I have, like, a second dog-sitting business outside of, like, my normal job. So I'm usually not even home, and so, like, every day is, like, a new TV system uh, at people's homes, and so, like, I can't. Um, but we are very obsessed with The Real Housewives, so all day yesterday we were just, like, texting and dming at the same time and like on twitter all three at the same time like sending each other shit from the andy's baby shower but it looked fucking insane like there was like real house friends from new york new jersey atlanta um beverly hills oc like they were all there it was like a real housewives mashup i was living my best life those ladies were getting drunk they were all at one point literally all of them were dancing on tables lisa renna was i don't know if she was drunk or she was just really feeling her vibe she was like in the microphone dancing on the table and like yelling at all the housewives she was like get the fuck on the table get the fuck on the table <laughs> like screaming at them oh my god it was so good I it was incredible all of my favorite housewives were there Lisa Ren is my favorite Kyle Richards was there who else was there Nene Leakes was there Teresa was there Dorit was there um Vicky was there just so many goodies they're all there it looked incredible it looked so much fun my goal in life is to become famous enough that I'm on watch what watch what happens um and obviously I'll bring Megan with me if we're not invited together but that's like my goal in life I'm putting out in the universe right now I want to be famous enough that Andy Cohen invites me on watch what happens that's my dream um Andy, if you're listening, which I know you are because this podcast is so popular, please invite me. I'm begging you. Side note, um, hi, you guys. This podcast has been heard 10,000 times. Woo! So we hit another mile mark. Um, It's really crazy because the podcast grew kind of slow, which I didn't care because I don't do this for like I don't do this for, like, the fame or, like, the numbers. I do this to feed my narcissism. 
um, mainly. And also just because I think it's, like, funny. I love talking about celebrities, so this is my way of trapping people into listening to, talking about them with me because no one at my job fucking cares. <laughs> and no one in Seattle, it seems, really fucking cares about celebrities. And so this is just my way of, like, trapping people to talk about celebrities with me. Um, so it, it grew pretty slowly, but I was still just out there living my best life. And then, like, over the past, like, month, it has, like, grown, like, crazy. Every week, it's, like, another thousand listens, which it took me, like, five months to get to 5,000 listens. And so, but now every week, it's, like, another thousand listens. And so, like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know why it's growing so much. I mean, I'm fucking here for it, but it's blowing my mind. Um... And thank you. So yeah, that was that officially happened, I think, late last night that it got to 10,000. But we did it. So next on our list is 15,000 listens. And I'll see y'all there. Um, but speaking of Real Housewives and speaking about Teresa, Teresa Judice, Teresa Judici, Teresa G, Real Housewife. Um, I think I talked about it on, the, on a past podcast about how her husband Joe... They had to, like, serve prison, not to get, well, they served prison for, like, the same thing, but they got to switch off, so she served prison time first, and then he's serving his prison time for, like, embezzlement and, like, tax fraud and, you know, just, like, rich crimes, um, but then it turns out he's not a citizen, <laughs> and so he's getting deported, supposedly, back to Italy because he's like not a a citizen of the United States so once he gets out of jail they say that they're gonna deport him and when the the news first broke Teresa said that like she was gonna stick by his side and they were gonna stay together and she's so supportive of him but then she just recently did an interview and she says that if he's deported then they're just gonna go their separate ways which I guess. I mean, I mean, that's crazy, though, because they have, like, a ton of kids together. But, yeah, like, I guess you can't really keep up a marriage if one, if you, like, live in two separate countries. I don't know. I just thought that was, like, so crazy because, like, she has been so supportive of him this whole time. And now she's just like, oh, we're going to go our separate ways. Like, out of nowhere, she's, like, changing what she thinks. Um, But I'm kind of glad, too, because I'm like, girl, come on, just... Just live up your crazy life here in the United States. Like, please go date Wow's ex, Roger. Me and Megan have talked about that multiple times. We really think that Wow from Jersey Shore, her ex-husband, Roger, and that Teresa would be, like, the most perfect couple. And I just truly, truly hope that that happens. Because, one, they're fucking incredible New Jersey reality show stars and two they're both fucking crazy and have anger issues and so it would really fill the podcast with a lot of gossip I'm sure um but yeah so congrats to Andy Cohen his baby shower looked fucking lit and it was a star is born theme and oh randomly not randomly because they're actually really good friends but randomly John Mayer was there him and Andy are like best friends but it was just like it was like 40 housewives and then John Mayer. <laughs> like, I've shit you not. It was truly only housewives and then John Mayer. Except Jerry O'Connell was there too. But 
<laughs> Mainly it was just Housewives and John Mayer. <laughs> and it was the best. I just want to be invited so bad. I just want a time machine and then somehow get invited. I like really am suffering from extreme FOMO. Maybe that's why I'm so tired today. Um, but yeah, good for him. It seemed like a lot of fun. Speaking of babies and baby showers, Jessica Simpson is pregnant with her third kid. I don't know if I've ever talked about that on here. Mainly because I'm just like, uh, I mean, she doesn't do anything crazy anymore. And this is a podcast for crazy celebrities. But she's pregnant with her third kid. She's pretty funny on Instagram because she keeps showing pictures of her like fat ass ankles. Her ankles are huge, like extremely swollen. And I feel really bad for her. Um, but she had her baby shower this week as well. And it was bird themed because her baby is going to be named Birdie. Which I actually really love that name. Um, it's also the Busy Phillips daughter's name. Her name's Birdie as well. Um, I really like that name. So I'm excited for her. And that's that's a cute little theme. Little bird theme. I guess there was like a ton of like bird's nests and stuff. It was cute. That's a cute name. Birdie. So good for her too. And then, um, speaking of reality show stars and babies, Teen Mom, like I said, I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel for you guys. Teen Mom, Kale Lowry, um, is she a Teen Mom OG or is she a Teen Mom 2? I think she's a Teen Mom, no, she's Teen Mom 2. Because I don't really like the OGs, but I love the Teen Mom 2s, and so I used to watch her all the time on Teen Mom 2. You guys don't care. That was just me doing some mental exercises. Um, So Kale from Teen Mom 2, she... I like her, or I liked her. Let me just backtrack that. Let me just roll back. I liked her. I thought she always kind of seemed like she had a good head on her shoulders. She has like a million kids with a million different dads. She has three kids. They all have different dads. But she kind of just seems like she's like a person that wants kids. But wants to raise them on their own. And I'm not judging her. I'm just saying. That's just the facts. And so now she's... Is she She's pregnant again. And she came out and said that she's not going to vaccinate her baby. Her new baby. She's not going to vaccinate the newest baby. Because she knows what's best for her babies. And so she's not going to give them it, her, he, whatever it is, any vaccinations. I fucking can't deal with how popular it's becoming to not give your children vaccinations. Um, I guess it's just like a good way to weed out the population because all these kids are going to die. <laughs> that sounds really morbid, but... It's coming from a very personal place right now because in the state of Washington, which is where I live, there's a measles outbreak and it went from 11 people having the measles to 20 people to now 35 people have the measles in Washington state because all these fucking hippies that live in the fucking mountains are like, oh, I can't vaccinate my children or all these like startup yuppies are like, oh, 
still I can't vaccinate my kids. So now there's 35 cases in the state of Washington of measles. And guess what, assholes? You can still get measles even if you have the vaccine for measles. It's just like not as easy to get, but you can still fucking get it. And you know who had measles? My mom. When I was either not born yet or I was like a very tiny little baby. And she's, she has the measles vaccination. Let me just say that. She has the measles vaccination. She had it when she caught measles. She got measles because some bitch at her bank got measles. And then my mom got measles. And she had to be fucking quarantined for like days at the hospital. So I swear to God, if you are a person that's like, I'm not going to vaccinate my children. Stop listening to my podcast and go get your... Like, go get a hysterectomy or go get, I don't know, (laughs) make yourself sterile. You don't deserve to have children if you think that vaccinations are evil. Don't even listen to my podcast. Don't even exist on this world because you're ruining it for the rest of us. And I'm not trying to have polio and measles be the new thing in 2018 or 20. 2019, 2018, who knows? I'm stressed, clearly. This measles outbreak in Washington grows daily, and I'm, like, so stressed. I'm not trying to get fucking measles. Go fuck yourself, anti-vaxxers. Anyways, um, moving on, because I'm really about to lose it. Let's talk about my main reality TV show ho, Kim Kardashian, so Kim Kardashian I'm actually sticking up for her this week I know she used to be my ride or die but then she's been on thin ice because of her husband's behavior and her promoting her husband's behavior but this week I'm actually defending her because the rapper The Game came out so him and Kim used to have like a thing obviously way back in the day and he came out with a new rap this week and the lyric is like Essentially talking about how he, like, held her by the throat and made her swallow. Like, just talking about having sex with her in, like, graphic detail. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, she's been married for years, and you guys had a thing 12 years ago? Like, why are you talking about this right now? Like, why are you bringing up your past sex life with someone who's, like, now married like, it's such a, like, a fame chaser. Like, the game, get over, like, sorry that you'll never be as famous as Kim. Sorry that once upon a time when she wasn't the most famous person in the world, you guys had a thing, but then she outgrew you and moved on with her life and now, like, is married to the most famous rapper. Like, sorry that you, like, got left in the dust. But that doesn't mean you need to go talk about her in graphic detail sexually to the whole world. I I don't like that to begin with. Even if it was, like, as of last year that they had a thing. Like, without someone's permission, you don't... I I just think that's, like, such a violation. But to do it when she's, like, been married for, like, years and you guys haven't had a thing in, like, over a decade, it's just so pathetic. And then people are, like, calling him out on it because it's, like, bro, you sound so pathetic. And he was like, he like posted on his Instagram story. He was like, I said what I said. People want to say that I'm mean, but I'm just telling the truth. And it's like, no one says that you're being mean. Everyone just thinks that you're a pathetic loser, that you have to like rap about your sexual life from 
with a woman from 12 years ago. Like, move on. Like, that's so pathetic. I can't even imagine. Like, (laughs) why would you even, like, remember that? Because that's, like, the best thing that's ever happened in your life. Ugh, God, these men, uh, they're so pathetic. Move on. She's not going to leave Kanye for you. You're not going to get more fame. I mean, yeah, you're getting media attention right now, but it's not good, bro. So, like, move the fuck on. And, like, just like when fucking Ray J released that song, I hit it first. Did he get media attention? Yeah. But was it good? No. And what's he doing with his life now? Who the fuck knows? Because he's still irrelevant. Like, this is just five minutes of fame, and then people are going to move the fuck on. You should have moved on 12 years ago. Anyways, so that's that on that. And then there's um, two new movies coming out. Well, one new movie coming out and then rumor of a second new movie coming out. Um, so there's a new movie coming out. It's about... The famous serial killer, Ted Bundy, who got his star in Seattle, which is where I'm at. What's up? We used to live on the same street. Shout out to 12th Avenue. Burr, 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 burr. Um, that's true. We both did live on 12th Avenue. <laughs> Obviously not on the same time because he was a serial killer in the 70s. But yes, there's a new movie coming out about Ted Bundy. Um, there's also a new documentary that came out this week on Netflix called Ted Bundy Tapes. It's really good. I highly recommend it. I think it's um, four episodes, and I think they're all an hour long about. I watched it in one sitting. I'm a huge serial killer aficionado, and I have been for years. I hate to be one of those people who are like, I like serial killers before it was trendy. But, like, truly, I liked serial killers before it was trendy. Um, When I was, like, a really little kid, not really little, but when I was, like, a lot younger, I used to like google murders and just like read about murders and for christmas like 10 years ago i got a serial killer encyclopedia (laughs) i just used to spend all my time there used to be this website called true what was it called true tv yeah it was like true tv.com and then i had this whole section called crime library it has since been shut down unfortunately but i used to spend hours on there reading about murders not because I like like murder but I just think it's so fascinating I remember like (laughs) once again I'm the youngest kid of four kids my parents really had no regulations on what I was into but I remember being like a really little kid and watching like all these documentaries about like John Bonet and like reading all these like true crimes in like magazines like people magazine and just being like so fucking fascinated by it in, like, the goriest way, too. Not, like, in a, like, wow, can you believe these people? But, like, wow, what the fuck? Um, but now, true crime is, like, really popular. Which I guess is I like because it, there's more of it for me to indulge in. But I also kind of don't like because I'm, like, that used to make me so, like, weird and, like, different from people. And now everyone's, like, oh, no, I love true crime. And I'm, like, where were you in, like, 1997 when, like, were you eight years old watching a John Bonet movie on Lifetime? <laughs> like, please show me your credentials. Um, that sounded so shitty, but it used to be something that, like, 
people knew about me that they like didn't like about me or like thought was really fucked up and now it's like super turning me like whatever and it's like I went through years of people being like that's really fucking stupid and like weird and disturbing to now it's like trying to like like it and so I'm like were you guys ever bullied for liking it I didn't think so anyways moving on so the guy that did the the who directed the documentary that's on Netflix right now is also the director of this film and it stars Zac Efron as Ted Bundy so the preview just came out this week and people are losing their fucking minds because sorry just had a sniff um because one it looks incredible it looks like it's gonna be a really good movie but people are like upset about it because they said that like it the the trailer makes it seem like a kind of like cool movie because there's like a like cool rock and roll music and it's like aesthetically pleasing and it just seems like kind of like a fun action movie and so people are like all up on the internet being all in their feelings being like are you fucking kidding me I wish I could read you guys this tweet but it it would take too long for me to find um but this girl was like, they want to romanticize people like Ted Bundy. That way they can keep getting away with doing shitty things to women. And it's like, as a person that has been called a femme Nazi multiple times, let me just say this. It's not, that's like not the case. Like they're not trying to romanticize Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy's romanticized because he romanticized himself. They're trying to show you what it, he was actually like. He was incredibly charming he was handsome like whether you think he's handsome or not he was definitely handsome in the 70s and he was like smart witty charming like um, unbelievably charming and he was a law student he was like really put together and so that's how he got his victims because he would ask these young girls for help and they'd be so charmed by him that they would uh, just agree to help the stranger and then he would just murder them like he they would crawl into his web, basically. It's like, that's exactly what the movie's portraying. It's trying to show you, like, look how charming this movie looks because he was a charming person, but turns out this movie's incredibly dark because he was a murderer. Like, and, like, that's a thing, too. I think that the trailer's trying to be enticing and, like, seem cool and, like, charming. And, like, that's the whole point. Like, the trailer, like, what you see first is, like, oh, wow, like, how cool. And then the movie, once you actually see it, you're going to be like, I feel sick to my stomach because, like, that's how he was. Like, it's a bait and switch. The trailer's doing exactly what he used to do. I think it's incredibly genius that the director is, like, doing it this way because I think it's so on point, like, so on the nose. (sighs) And also, I've said this a million times. If it was the 70s right now... Ted Bunny would have for sure murdered me. One, because I have long straight hair that's parted down the middle. And two, if like a hot, young, maybe I shouldn't say this, <laughs> but like if a hot, young law student who's like really clean cut and like charming asked me and like, is like wearing a cast and was like, hey, can you help me carry my books? I would 100% be like, sure, because I'm a fucking dumb bitch. But like, that's just like how he got people because it's like well yeah why wouldn't you trust like a clean-cut law student who's like hot like that's just like a flaw in humans that like if someone's like clean-cut and attractive we just have a tendency to like believe them or like want to do things for them and 
yeah, I would have for sure been a victim of Ted Bundy because I would have been like, oh, of course. Like, yeah, I'll help you. You seem normal. And that's all something that we all need to work on. Never trust anybody. (laughs) Okay? But, like, he was, like, a normal dude. Like, he had a long-term relationship, and he was, like, pretty much a stepfather to that girl's daughter. Like, ugh. He's nuts. Also, if you're into Ted Bundy, I highly recommend the book by Anne Rule. Now I'm not going to remember the title, but it's by Anne Rule, and it's about Ted Bundy. She was, like, this cop in Seattle, and she also wrote about true crime. Just by happen chance, she worked with Ted Bundy at a suicide center, um, like, suicide prevention call center. She had already been a writer of true crime, and they just both happened to work the same midnight shift together. It was only them two working, and they became, like, really close and, like, best friends, And then it turns out he's, like, this serial killer. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, that's my whole job is, like, writing about true crime. And so then she wrote this really good book about him. Um, I wish I could fucking remember it right now, but I can't. Oh, it's called The Stranger Beside Me. It's very good. I highly recommend. I had to take a break from reading it, though, because, like I said, he was a serial killer. He got started. I mean, he, he murdered people in... Um, Florida, Utah, Oregon, and Colorado, but he got started and did, like, the most crimes here in Seattle, and so I had to take a break from reading it because I was actually kind of getting really freaked out because she would, like, talk about places, and and I'd be like, okay, haha, that's just across the street from me right now, so (laughs) it it was, like, really freaking me out because it all takes place, like, in the beginning, in Seattle, and I would just be like, ha I walked past that on my way home today, so, oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck, um, but I want to do, like, a Ted Bundy tour, and just go around and see all the places he was, like, at in Seattle, anyways, that's enough about that, it seems like a really good movie, um, and then a second movie is being rumored about, Anne Hathaway said that there's a script for Princess Diaries 3, and that she wants to do it, and Julie Andrews wants to do it, and so they're just waiting for, like, someone to pick it up, I think, but if someone does, they're both down to do it, and the script's already ready, and they both are on board, and I'm fucking excited because of this bitch loves Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries 1 and 2, both are incredible. I watch them all the time because they're on Netflix. I think Princess Diaries 2 is actually on Netflix. I don't know about the first one. Um, but I watch them all the time. They're super good. So I'm here for that. And plus Julie Andrews, ugh, anything she's in, I want to see it. She's a godsend. So yeah, hopefully that will come to fruition soon. And then I'm just going to end on one of our couples that we like to talk about. Haley and Justin Bieber have postponed their wedding again y'all remember how I was like it's gonna be in September and then I was like it's gonna be in January and then I was like it's gonna be in March well they are like sent out like um RSVPs for their wedding it was gonna be March 1st and then for the third time they had to be like JK everyone it's not and so they've pushed it back again, but this time they don't have a date in mind. So who the fuck knows if we're ever going to get this fucking wedding. I just want to see pictures. I just want to see what Haley Baldwin is going to wear. I just want to see if Justin Bieber is going to look homeless. I just need the pictures. 
<sighs> so hopefully, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Maybe they'll do like a Liam and Miley situation and just like do it in their home randomly on a weekend, not planned. I don't know. I'm just sick of my heart getting broken month after month by them. But that's all actually I have for our celebrity gossip this week. Like I said, all the celebrities have just been on their goddamn best behavior lately. I don't know why. Maybe because it's award season. Who the fuck knows? I'm over it. It's killing this podcast. And I need people to start acting out again. Um, But I will be here on Wednesday to talk about week four of The Bachelor with co-host Megan. And then... um, in the meantime, go follow me on Instagram. It's Pop Culture Swine Podcast on there. It's fun. And then if you listen on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because that's how I get seen more and get more listeners. And yeah, until Wednesday, I will see you guys then. Bye.